The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Nazar daf Lamed Beis. We begin the Mishnah on daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Beis. So the second Mishnah of the Perik Perik Beishamai is a continuation of the first Mishnah. So in the first Mishnah we had a Machlokes Beishamai and Bissol whether hektish toys hektish or hektish toys enoy hektish. And the Gemara gave the Mishnah gave three examples of where Beishamai and Bissol argued. The one that the Mishnah spent the most time on was the first example. Just to quickly review, the case was where somebody said, Shor Shachar, Sheyetzimi Beisirishon, Hareu Hektish, Viyotzalavan. So somebody said that the first animal that leaves my house, if it's Shachar, I want it to be Hektish. What happened was, an animal left his house, but the first one that left wasn't Shachar, was Lavan. So Bezul says, you said Shachar, you didn't say Lavan, it's not Hektish. Bishamai says, Hektish, but toys have Hektish. The halacha is that the Shor Lavan is going to be Hektish. The Gemara had three Pshatim. That was the topic of Daf Lamad Aleph. He explained Shitas Beishamai, but either way, what we were left with was a Machloikis Beishamai and Bezolo, whether Hektish Betois, Havi Hektish, or Hektish Betois, Loi Havi Hektish. Says the mission. Misha, another Benazir, someone who was Makabal Naziris, and he went to a Chacham. Now, usually, Nisha Lechacham means She'ela. He wants to be Matadineda. But in this case, it's not what it means. It means he wasn't sure for whatever reason whether he really was Makabal Naziris. So he went to a Chacham, not to be Matar his Naziris, but simply to ask him whether or not he is in fact a Nazir. The Asroi and the Chacham told him, yeah, it was a good Naziris, and as a result, you're a Nazir. But what happened was, being that this person wasn't sure whether he was a Nazir or not, he wasn't keeping the Allah of Naziris. So let's say he was Makabal Islam Naziris for 30 days. Ten days in, he wasn't sure whether he had a Naziris. As a result, he was hoping for the best that he's not a Nazir. By the time he goes to the Chacham, he already was being over his Naziris for 10 days. Now the Chacham said, you really were a Nazir. So says the Mishnah Chiddush, that although the first 10 days of your Naziris, you weren't observing your Naziris, hoping that maybe you're not a Nazir, it doesn't matter. It still counts towards you, your main Naziris. You only have 20 days left to conclude your Naziris. If, however, this Yid went to the Chacham, and the Chacham told him you were in fact not a Nazir. So if you weren't a Nazir, then obviously the fact that you were drinking, who cares? Not just that. To the extent that you were mafresh behema for your carbonis naziros, lemafreya comes at you whenever a nazir. If you were never a nazir, you can let them loose, they're free, they're not going to be hektish. Now this halacha, Beis Hillel knew, Beis Shammai agreed with. So Amru Beis Hillel Beis Shammai, so Beis Hillel who holds hektish betoyz loy havi hektish, turned to Beis Shammai who holds that hektish betoyz havi hektish, and they told him, you agree with this halacha, you agree that when the Chacham Paskins, that this did was never a Nazar, so any animals that he set aside for his karbonos Nazar, lemafreya are not karbonos. So isn't this a raya? that hektish betoys loy havi hektish? Because you see, there was a toys over here. He thought he was a nazar. Turns out he wasn't. And because we were mavar now that he's not a nazar, these animals are allowed to go free. So Bessel told Beishamai, this is a raya that hektish betoys loy havi hektish. So how could you hold hektish betoys havi hektish? Now Toysvitz right away says Beishamai could very easily answer this question. This is not a hektish betoys. This is much worse than a hektish betoys. This is a situation where gloy Muslim Afreya, this guy was never a nazar. So someone who wasn't a nazar was mafresh karbonis naziris. Of course the Allah is going to be teitzivitir. 
Gezeira. The Machloitis is where the person had a Koyach to make it Ektish, like the case of the Mishnah. He just said Shor Shachar and ended up being a Shor Lavan. There was a Tois over here. Says the Machloitis Ektish, but Tois Havi Ektish, Loi Havi Ektish. But over here, this is more than just a Tois. Here it's a Gloi Mosa that he never was able, he didn't have the power to be, you have to be a Nazar to be Mafresh Karbonus Aziris. So Beishamai doesn't answer that. Rather than Beishamai just hitting the ball over the net very simply and coming with a very simple response, Beishama instead brings a raya to his opinion, which is that hektish betoy is havi hektish. Meaning, you Beisul, you think you have a raya from the Nazar that hektish betoy is loy havi hektish. I'll bring you a raya that hektish betoy is havi hektish. What's Beishama? is raya. Samala Beishama, iatamoidem. I'll bring you a case that proves my opinion. So this is a Yid who is in the middle of being mafrish, maiser behemo. Mavritsoyne tachashiftoy. So how does it work? So you have your animals and the deer, and you do one, two, three, four, five. Asiri Kaidesh. So the tenth one is the one that's hectic. What happened was this person got a little bit confused as he was counting. The Karalachi Asiri accidentally called the ninth animal the tenth animal. Then he realized he made a mistake. So what he did was, oops, I was supposed to call it really the ninth. So he called the tenth one the ninth. And then the eleventh one he called the tenth. So he it mistakenly called two the tenth both the wrong ones, the ninth one and the eleventh one, and the tenth one, which really is the tenth one, he called the ninth. So says Beishamai, aren't you moida that Talach is in this case? Talach is that all three are going to be hektish. Now this is a case of hektish betais, clearly. He accidentally was maktish the ninth one and the eleventh one. And still Talach is a hektish chaz. It says Beishamai, this is my makar, that hektish betais have a hektish. So Beishamai said, no. The reason the ninth one and the eleventh one become hektish is not because you said you wanted to be hektish. I'll prove it to you. Let's say you would call the eighth one the Asiri, or the twelfth one, the Asiri. Shema Asaklom, would he accomplish anything? The answer is no. Elo, Kosov, Shekidesh Asiri, Hu Kidesh Achi, that's the Achadosa. The reason it's Chal is not because of your Maisa Hektish, in which case you would have a Raya that, although you were Maktish of still have your Hektish. The reason it's Chal is Xeris Akosov. There's Xeris Akosov that the ninth and the eleventh, although they're not the tenth, could have the Kedush of Asiri. But it's not doesn't have anything to do with what you did, because if it was because of your kayach, then it would apply to the eighth one potentially, and the twelfth one as well. The teretzis is exeris akasov, has nothing to do with your maisa hektish that was done betois, and as a result, you have no raya that hektish betois havi hektish. So either way, the first mishnah on the parak was a machlekes b'shayim b'sil, where the hektish betois havi hektish, aloy havi hektish, and the second mishnah, b'silol and b'shamay each bring sources to their opinion. B'silol is from the halachas of Nazir, and b'shamay is from the halachas of maisa behemah. Incidentally, it's Basil's Raya that's the reason that this Mishnah is in Masech Des Nazar, right? When we learned the Mishnah, it should have been obvious that, like, why is this Mishnah here in Masech Des Nazar? Hektish betoyz havi hektish levi. It sounds like something that belongs in Seder Kachim. What does it have to do with Masech Des Nazar? It's Basil's Raya, because Basil's Raya, to his opinion, the next Mishnah, that hektish betoyz levi hektish is from a Nazar, who thought he was a Nazar, was maftish to Karbonois, and hover adover that the Afrasha was an Afrasha, and as a result, that was his proof that hektish betoyz loy havi hektish. What's the connection between Nazirus and hektish? Maybe Nazirus betoyz loy havi Nazirus, but hektish betoyz havi hektish. So it's based on a Gemara that we learned earlier in the Masechta, where the Gemara said, Tesam and Aleph, that hektish and Nazirus are related. And halachas that apply to hektish would apply to Nazirus as well. Taisa spoke out that the reason is because the Torah says Kodesh Yehagadopera, that the Nazir is a Kodesh. I bring that the Nazir is a Kodesh, so there's an element of hektish that 
is in the parsha of Nazirus, and if hektish betoyis havi hektish, Nazirus betoyis havi hektish, that's why the two sugyas are related. There the Gemara was discussing it in the context of she'elah, that if there's no she'elah be hektish, there'd be no she'elah be Nazirus either. Here we're discussing it in the context of toys, but it's the same difference, same point. The point is that Nazir has a sheiches to the parish of hektish because it's Kodesh Gia Gadol Pera. We spoke that at the time some kashas on Toysvis. Number one, the footnote in Teres HaNazar asks on Toysvis that if that's true, that the Makar, that a Nazar is hektish, because of Kodesh Yehgadopera, then it should be telling the Machlikis in Shas whether a Nazar is really a Kodesh or is a Chayte. There's one Mandamar that really the Nazar is a Chayte. I it says Kodesh Yeh, the Kodesh Yeh is going on the hero of the Nazar, but he himself is not really a Kodesh. So if he himself is not really a Kodesh, that means Nazirus is not inherently Hektish, there's one element of it that maybe has a, a shaykhis to hektish. We spoke at a kasha from the Rit al-Ghazi who brings rayas that truma is not treated like hektish in Shaz, although the Torah refers to truma as kodesh, just like it refers to nazar. So if nazar has a yichos of hektish, because the Torah says the nazar is a kodesh yeh, then truma should be treated that way as well. Mert al-Ghazi said a different shot. Mert al-Ghazi said it could be the reason nazirus and hektish are treated as one is because every nazar has a hektish element to it. You have to bring karbonas. So there's a huge kachim component to DNA nazirus. As a result, a nazar is treated somewhat as hektish. But either way, whether whether it's because of the carbonas, the idea is the same that Basil is bringing a raya from Nazar that hektish betoyis loy havi hektish, and it's because we look at it as one parsha. Says the Gemara, Mani Masisis. And the Mishnah discussed someone who made a Nazirus, and he wasn't sure if he was a Nazar. He just did what he did, he violated his Nazirus. He then went to a Rav, a Chacham, he asked him, Am I a Nazar? He said, Yeah. To the extent he said, Yeah. So the days that he was violating his Nazirus, still count towards his Nazirus. The Mishra would seem to be not like Rebbeis, 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 and then he was over his Nazirus, in his Kokin Lois, and Allah is, number one, a Chacham can't be matters Nazirus, additionally, the Kohanim won't bring his Karbonos, that he was supposed to bring, Bashlomas Nazirus, so, Elam came moinda behen Isir, keyavim shenagvam hater. So, Allah it's a knas, that if you violate your Nazirus for 10 days, you're going to have to keep an extra 10 days of Nazirus before we let you get out of your Nazirus. Rabbi Yossi says, it's true, but up to 30 days. So for example, let's say someone was makabal Nazirus for 100 days, and he violated 50 days, so you don't have to redo 50 days, it's enough if you, review, if you redo 30 days. So it says the Gemara, Irabanon, the rush changes the Gersa here, Irabanon, Kasha Nazirus Meruba, Irabiyosi, Kasha Nazirus, According to the Rabbanon that say you always have to do your Nazirus all over again. So no matter what type of Nazirus you make in a Kimta, the Mishnah is talking about, whether it's talking about a Nazirus Muetas, meaning Lamed Yoim, or it's talking about a Nazirus Merubah, either way, the Mishnah seems to contradict the Rabbanon Chita. The Rabbanon say that if a day that you violate your Nazirus, you have to do over. The Mishnah said not that way. Even though you were violating your Nazirus previously, it doesn't matter. You, though every day that you violate it still counts. Rabbi Yaisi, there'd be some wiggle room over here. Rabbi Yaisi said you only have to do 30 days. So maybe when the Mishnah says, Mishosh Nadar, we don't care about the fact that you violated your Nazirus, maybe it means you can keep some of the days that you violated. 
meaning the amount of days you violated, minus 30, whatever you have left, that balance, that you'll be able to keep. But that would only work if the Mishnah is talking about where there were more than 30 days in the Naziris. It was a Naziris Merubah. But if the Mishnah is discussing a Naziris Muetes, then it's a Kashan Rabbi Yossi as well. So says the Gemara, Shatova, Iba Yosem Rabbi Yossi, Iba Yosem Rabban, Iba Yosem Rabbi Yossi. The Mishnah could be Rabbi Yossi, Kamen Naziris Merubah, Kamen Naziris Muetes. So we'll make an Akimta. The Mishnah is talking about where it was a Naziris Merubah. You have a Kamen Naziris, not for 30 days, for 100 days. You're violating the Naziris for 50 days. And when we say that the days that you were violating count, it means some of the days, not all of them, because 30 days you lose. But anything besides for those 30 days, you'd be able to keep. Or you can say the mission is going to go into Rabbanon. And when the mission says you get, you can go back and count from the time that you were Makabalian Naziris, doesn't mean that literally, to the contrary. It means that you have to start all over again. How many days do you have to start from the day you began, whatever the number of your. Days of Nazir, that's how much you have to count. What happens if they went to the Chacham, they were Matar? So that the Mishnah says, then, you were never a Nazir, and the Karbonus that you were Mafrish are Tetzi Vitira. They still understood that Bishami would agree with that, and that was Bissel's Raya that if Naziris Betois lay have a Naziris, then Hektish Betois lay have a Hektish either. Amr said, Now, Bishami never responded in the Mishnah to Bissel, but like we spoke out, the Tetzi spoke out in the Mishnah, Bishami's response would be very simple. It's very different. Here, Lumafrish. Freya, this person was never a Nazar. If he was never a Nazar, he never had an ability to be mafresh these carbonus. That's not hektish betoyes. Hektish betoyes is where I have a koyach. I could be maktish the shar shachar. I could be maktish the shar lovan. I said shar shachar. I really would have meant the shar lovan also. Is the chal the hektish on the shar lovan? That's a sugya of hektish betoyes. Where I had an ability to be maktish the shar lovan. I just said shar shachar. That's where the toys is. In this case of the Mishnah, Lamafrey, I was never a Nazar. If I was never a Nazar, I never had the ability to be Mafresh the Kabbalah Naziris. That's why Bishamai would agree. So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Yirmi, the Bishamai listen to the Bishamai. We don't pass like Bishamai, naturally. We never pass like Bishamai. We're really passing like Bishamai. But although the Allah is, but, but from Bishamai, who made this distinction in Hektish Betois, we could learn something halachal with regards to Beisol. Why love? I mean, Beishamai didn't. Beishamai said, Beishamai never said it, but it's implied from Beishamai that Hektish Betois have Hektish, that although Hektish Betois have Hektish, but in the Mishnah it's worse, because given the glory of Milsad Lav Shapir Nazar, since it's a glory of Milsad that he was never a Nazar, that's why the Hektish is Nachal. So the Beisol Nami, will this be Negea Beisol? Afagafta Amri Tmura Betmois, Havi Tmura, this was Arabian Kippur's Dav, where although Beisol argues and holds Hektish Betois, Lavi Hektish, but Tamura, there's a special Xeris Akasim, where the halach is that Tamura is chal betoyz, hanimili hecha the isi the ikar hektish. That's only if you have an ikar hektish that you're transferring kedusha to. Aval hecha the misaker ikar hektish is aker nami Tamura. Meaning, what would be an analogy for a Tamura betoyz to the case of the Mishnah? What's Tamura? Tamura is you have a carbon oil, and then you have a behemoth that's and you say, I want this to be Tamura's oil. So the Kedusha transfers from the Eila. There's a hamshacha of Kedusha from the Eila onto the behemoth that's chulen. That's the locha. What would be if somebody was now matter the hektish on the Eila? Or it was hover adovel mafreya, gloi milsa somehow, that the Eila was never an Eila. So then we'll say that even though Tmura betoiz havi Tmura, but certainly the Tmura is not going to be chal. Because the Gloi Milsa that you did a Tmura from an animal that was never hektish. And even though Tmura Batais have a Tmura, that certainly wouldn't be chal. The analogy is the case where the person 
was mafresh carbonos, then it glowed milsa that he wasn't a nazar. And even though Bishamil was like this, place, Havi Hector still it's not chal. So too in the Basilo world, on the Tamura level, you'd have this nafgamina as well. Omar Mar Iatemoidem Shilu Karlachi a series. So we had this interesting halacha where a person gets confused while he's doing Maya Sabahema and he accidentally calls the ninth one the tenth one, then he calls the tenth one the ninth one, and the eleventh one the tenth one. So the ninth the tenth and the eleventh are all mice behemoth. The ninth and the eleventh because he called them. And the tenth one, because that's the real Asiri. Itmar, Maisa, regarding this halacha, Rav Nachman, Nachman said that this halacha, this Xerus HaKasim, that says the ninth and the eleventh are Asiri Kodesh, that's only if you did it by mistake. But let's say you bekavono said Asiri on the ninth one, or Asiri on the eleventh one, doesn't work. The ninth, it's a Shaila, I guess, I don't learn the Pasuk. That it's true if it was done betais, and it's certainly true if you did it according to you that the only time this is true is if it happened betais, not if it happened bekavono. So I have a cash on the Mishnah because the Kambi Bishamah the Bissel Bishamah man brought a riot to their sheet to the hektish betais havi hektish from Iatem Moedim Shilu Karlochi Asiri Asiri Shilu Achadas Asiri Shashlashna Mikudashim Veshtiku Bissel Bissel was quiet. They didn't respond. Lame Rulahoin. Why didn't they respond and say? And Kapshute, the Gemara's cash is, what do you bring me right from Meiser? Meiser is very different. Meiser, it's Chal Betoyz. Meiser, it's only Chal Betoyz. It's not something that could be Chal Bekavana. We're discussing Hektish, which could be Chal Bekavana. That's the usual way of making something hectish. You now did it betoyz. Is a chal betoyz or not? You can bring me a raya from a parasha that only works betoyz? Obviously, that's a different parasha. And if it's a different parasha, how in the world could you apply that to our conversation? We're discussing hectish, naziros. You're bringing me a raya from a halacha where it's chal hectish betoyz, but it's only chal betoyz. That's a whole different parasha, obviously. That's not similar to what it is, we're discussing a case where it could be Chal and it could be Chal So it could be, this case would be different. Elamai, it's a Raya, that it could be Chal The Gemara's cash is, if it works only B'Toyz, not B'Kavona, so it's a separate Halacha, has nothing to do then with a regular Hektish. So how could you bring a right from there, the Hektish B'Toyz, have a Hektish? So the Gemara says, You know why? Basil didn't answer that because the Kavachaymer, he was afraid. Basil was afraid that Bishame would counter with a Kavachaymer. Ma Maser She'enoi Kaddish Bekavana. Kaddish Betoiz. Hektish She'kaddish Bekavana. Loi Koshke. He thought he would counter to the contrary. I think it's a Kalvachimer. But the Gemara says, Velohi, even though Basil was concerned that Beishamah may answer this Kalvachimer, but really the Kalvachimer is not a Kalvachimer, because the Hektish bedaita the Maritali. The Iker is like the Svar that the Gemara said previously, and that is that the Shail of Hektish betais Havi Hektish is, is where you have Hektish, which is a, a, a Kedusha that's Chal Bekavana. Now you did it betais. Is it Chal Betoyz? Is it not Chal Betoyz? That's the Machalik B'Shayim B'Zil. But you have no Raya from the Parsha of Ma'ezah because that, according to that one Manda Omar, is a Parsha that's only Chal Betoyz. I mean that it's only Chal Betoyz. It's for that reason it would have no Shaykhah. So from the fact that B'Zil didn't tell that to B'Shayim, the Gemara holds that would seem to be a Raya that it could be Chal B'Kavona just like it could be Chal Betoyz. Next Mishnah. Geshmak Mishnah. Mishnah, not a Someone who was Mechabal Nazir. He said, I reigned in Nazir. So he knew that he had behemoths. 
that he needed to do something with. So he figured he has a great idea. He'll be Makabal Naziris. Bashlama says Irusi has to bring three animals as a carbon. So it's a very noble thing to do with your carbonus, with your animals. But so now he goes to his Eder to pick up the animals. He's going to bring them up to Yerushalayim. And he found that they were stolen. Now he has seller's remorse. Because had he realized that he was going to have to go spend money now and buy behemoths to be master of his Nirusa, he would have never done it. He did it because he thought he had animals. But it turns out, Nignava. So it says the mission as follows. In actually Nignava Behemtai Nazar, if he took upon himself the Nazirus before the animals were stolen, so then the Allah is Hareza Nazar. Meaning, if at the time that he was Makabal his Nazirus, he had those animals, they were first stolen later. He has no way to get out of this Naziris. What would his way to get out of Naziris have been? He could have gone to a Chacham and been Mata Naziris. What would have been the Pesach to be Mata Naziris? He would have told the Chacham, had I known that the animals were stolen, I would have never Makabal Naziris. The problem is that at the time that he was Makabal Naziris, they weren't stolen yet. The possibility of them being stolen is Neilad. Very good. And even though we sometimes could be Pesach and Neilad, that's only if the thing that's noilat is shchiach. But this is not shchiach, the fact that his animal should be sold is like shchiach, so therefore you have no basis for a Pesach. If, however, he found out that the animals were already stolen at the time that he was Makabal Naziris, what does Enoi Nazir mean? He's a Nazir, but now he has a basis to be Matus Naziris. Because if you tell the Chacham, had I known that right now when I was Makabal Naziris, I didn't have those animals, I would have never been Makabal. That's not noilat, because the animals were stolen at the time that he said Enoi Nazir, so that would have been a way out. Says the Mishnah, this mistake, this halacha, Nacham Hamadai made a mistake when when the Nazirim were Olam and Agoyla. So imagine, news didn't travel then the way it travels today. The Beis Hamikdash had been destroyed, but there were Yidden living outside of Eretz Yisrael that had no idea. This is Churban Bayashani. They had no idea that the Romans had destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. They, Makabal Naziris, they're going up to Yerushalayim with their animals. They find out that the Beis Hamikdash was. Now they had no way to get out of the Naziris. If you have no way to get out of the Naziris, you're going to be a Nazir for the rest of your life. So, he said, I have a way out. Why? A classic Pesach. Had you known that the Beis HaMikdash was Chorev, and you would have no way to be mashed on your Naziris, would you have been Makabal Naziris? They said, no. Based on that, was Matad the Naziris. When the Chacham heard about this, they said, It's a good Pesach, but it depends. If they were Makabal Naziris, after the Beis HaMikdash was already destroyed, then it's a good Pesach. Because had you known right now, at the time you were Makabal Naziris, that the Beis HaMikdash was Chorb, you wouldn't have done it, that's a good Pesach. But if they were Makabal Naziris before Chorban Beis HaMikdash, this literally happened right around the time of the Chorban. So, if it happened before the Chorban, then already it's Noilad, and it's not Shechiach that the Beis HaMikdash will be destroyed. I mean that it's not Shechiach, the Beis HaMikdash will be destroyed, it would be a case of Noilad. So the Chachamim were a moivet to Nachman Amadi's Psach, because he felt he was being uh, too liberal. You have to sit down and, and see. What did they make this Naziris? Was it before the Chorban, or was it after the Chorban? On my Rabbi, Rabbi said, Shotfu Rabban on the Rabbi One thing I could take out of this Mishnah, and that is, that although we know this Shittas Rabbi Yezer, oh, Perak Rabbi Yezer, in the Sechtas Nadarim, Perak Rabbi Yezer discusses Rabbi Yezer Shita, who holds Paischem and Neulad. Rabbi Yezer really holds Paischem and Neulad. You see from this Mishnah that the Chachamim were able to get Rabbi Yezer to come over to their side, and to hold that ain't Paischem and Neulad. Why? The Tanah Paiskim and Oder Rebbe Yezer Chamim Oisrim, 
And still, Rabbi Eliezer, who holds ordinarily, didn't say anything in this Mishnah. And the Rosh says, how do you know Rabbi Eliezer was even around? So for that, you have to know the rest of the story. But Rabbi Eliezer was one of the Talmudian Rabbi Yechon and Zakai. In fact, the Rosh says that in the sugi of Kamsa by Kamsa, the classic Gemara, where Rabbi Yechon and Zakai gets smuggled out of Yerushalayim to go stand in front of the Roman emperor to try to make a last plea, to try to save the base on Nikdash. So the Gemara says that they made believe Rabbi Yechon Zakai had died and they put him in a coffin and he had two Talmidim that carried him outside of Yerushalayim. And who were the two Talmidim? Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. So you see that Rabbi Yezer was a player at that time. And still, Rabbi Yezer is presumably sitting here and he doesn't say anything. Why didn't he say anything? He should have stuck up for Nachman Modai. He holds Paiskim in the So according to Rabbi Yezer, he should have said something. The Teretz is... Vaistois, Rabbi says, Shotfu, Rabbana, and the Rebbe that the Rabbana were able to get Rebbe to come to their side, and although previously they held Paiskim and Eilad, over here they held Ain Paiskim and Eilad. I saw in the Sha'arim at Siyanim Balacha a tremendous aura. He says that he looked around, he didn't find anyone should ask this Kasha, but I saw in the Shiyur from Shulam David, they asked the Kasha there too. That is, we know there's Machlaikis and Chas, whether Kedushu is showing the Kitchel Shaita of the Kitchel Asalavai, or like Kitchalasalavai. One of the Nafkaminas is, can you bring Karbonois even though there's no base on Mikdash? According to the Manama that holds Kedushu is showing the Kitchel Shaita of the Kitchel Asalavai, Makrivin Afapisha in Bias. We also know the Ramam Shita, in Perik Vav Hukas Beis Abkhira, that even according to the Manama that holds Kedushu is showing the Kitchel Shaita of a like Kitchalasalavai, it's only with regards to Kedushu Zeretz Yisrael, Indian Chumas and Maestras. But as it relates to the Beis Amikdash, Kedusha Zerushalayim, it's Mepnei Ashkina, Shkina is there forever. There's always going to be Kedusha Zerushalayim. And that's what the Rambam Shita is, that in theory, a person could bring Karbonus with Manazeh. It's a freak, the Shorim Sonim Balacha, and the Shurim, they asked the Kasha as well, that what was the issue over here? These Yidin came up to Eretz Yisrael, they were Nazirim, they wanted to be Mashal the Nazirus. Beis Amikdash was Chorid, they had no way to do it. Why couldn't they bring their Karbonus? Makriv and Afal Bijayim Bayis. And all the technical, practical issues that we would have today, you know, when the whole controversy came up in the 19th century, Ritzvier Shkalasher, etc., those things... Theoretically, presumably, were not issues then. You knew who Kayanim were. You probably had Big Day Kuhuna. They knew who the Makam Amikdash was. They, the technical, practical issues were probably not issues. So if there weren't issues, why could they not have brought these Karbanas? That's the catch of the yes. They both say the same terrors. Said it could be it wasn't a halachic issue. It could be it was more of a practical issue. At that time, the Beis Hamikdash was literally, it was at the time of the Churban, the Romans had laid siege over the Makam Hamikdash of Yerushalayim. There was no way to get in there and stop drinking Karbanas. So it wasn't even so much a halachic issue. The fact that Beis Hamikdash was hard, maybe it wasn't a problem. Because it was more of a, a technical issue. But just one Haisafa. We've spoken out in the past, the Nitziv. The Nitziv says a, a beautiful chidr. I heard this from Gershon Ribbon once. The Nitziv says, when Asati this is in the in the Toichachah. Hashem says, I'm going to destroy the base of Mikdash. I'm not going to smell any more the reach nichayach of the Karbanas. I'm really saying this backwards. Made a, a, an unbelievable observation. He said that you find that after the base of Mikdash, there were movements, there were times where the Yidin tried establishing, uh, or at least tr- tried bringing Karbanas. Despite the fact that the base was hard. Of course, based on the Rabbim Shita, that you could bring Karbonis, that you have Kedushas Yerushalayim, even Mizmanazah. But he says, if you go back and do an analysis, a historical analysis, the Karbonis that you didn't always try to bring was the Karbon Pesach. And the question is, why? Why, only, why aren't they trying to get Chattas? Why not a Neuler? Karbonis Nazar? Why was it after the Karbon Chattas? So he said, because Hashem says in the Toichacha, I'm going to destroy the base of Mikdash. I'm no longer 
going to smell the reich nichayach that a carbon has, that it's, uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to do it for me. It's not going to be a reich nichayach. Zoktinitziv, if you look in the carbonus in the Torah, every single carbon in the Torah except for one, the Torah uses the words reich nichayach. The only one it doesn't is the carbon pasach. So he said the reason that they couldn't bring shar carbonus is because a carbon has to be l'reich nichayach. And the Pasik says, It's not going to be a Reach Nichayach. The only carbon in the Torah where it doesn't say Reach Nichayach is the carbon Pesach. He says, That's why it was always a carbon Pesach. Talk to Gemara Vaita. Rava said, Even though the Rabbanon said, That's something you can't be Pesach with. Says the Gemara, What's tonight? If the Pesach that you use is, is you say, that if somebody would have came to you and told you that the Besamikdash may be Kharif, could he have talked you out of being Makabal Yunus? If you say, yeah, that even though the Besamikdash had not been Kharif at the time, but here your Pesach is not the actual Kharif. It's somebody trying to convince you that the Besamikdash may be Kharif, so that for some reason Rubber refers to as Tanai Noilad. It's not a regular Noilad, and that even the mandama that holds in Pesachim and Neilad would be able to use as a Pesach. I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, hey, So going back to this discussion with Nacham Amadai and the Chachamim, the Chachamim weren't happy with what Nacham Amadai said. So he said as follows, Yavoyi and I've been there. Rav Yosef was an Amari, he lived hundreds of years later. But he said, had I been there, have Amin and I would have said as follows, I agree with what Nacham Amadai did. Nacham Amadai was matter, the Nazirus, based on the Pesach, that had you known that the Beis Amikdash would be Kharif, the Kasha was, it's Noilat, in Paiskama Noilat. So I would have told them, no, there's a Pasch in Yermiyo. Yermiyo had already said Nevoa. He said, Heichel Hashem, Heichel Hashem, Heichel Hashem Hemo, three times. And that's a reference to the three Bati Mikdashim, Sem Mikdash, Rishon, and Mikdashini. Meaning, they knew the base of Mikdash was going to be Kharif. And if they knew the base of Mikdash was going to be Kharif, even if it's Noilat, but it is Shriach, if there was already a Nevoa that the base of Mikdash would be Kharif, that means it's going to happen. So therefore, it would be a valid Pesach to be able to be Matar. But the Gemara says, I don't understand Rabbi Yosef, Nay, the Yadam and the Yachrov, just because there was a Navu that said it would be destroyed, me Yadin Leimos, I don't know when it's going to be destroyed. Amrabayas, Abayas of Allah Yadin Leimos, what do you mean? But say, if there's another Pasik, and this is a Pasik in Daniel, so most of Daniel is very esoteric, very mystical, not easy to understand. So this Pasik is a classic Daniel Pasik, but in Daniel's Navu, the Malach tells him, Shavuim Shivim Nechtach al Amcho, Val Ir Kodshecho. So that based on this Pasik, the Yidin should have known when the Beis HaMikdash was going to be Kharif. What's this Pasik Shavu Shivim? So if you look in the Rishonim in Nach on Daniel, so it's not clear. The way the Rishonim explain it right here on the Amud is Shavu Shivim means 70 times 7, which is 490. Hashem told Daniel that the Beis HaMikdash the second base of Mikdash would be destroyed 490 years after the first base of Mikdash was destroyed. Now, what's the Cheshman? After Chorban by Yisrishin, they were gone for 70 years, and the second base of Mikdash stood for 420 years. So it was 490 years. But the point is, Shavuim Shivim, there was already in Avua that for 490 years, there'll be a 490 year period from first 
the first korban to the second korban. That means they knew when the second base was going to be destroyed. If they knew when it was going to be destroyed, so weiter, they do know, says the Gemara, no, it's true, they knew what year it was going to happen. They still know what day. But they still don't know what day. We're still lacking information. It's lacking information. It's still considered noilad. It's not considered matzui that right now, even though you know it's going to happen this year, this is already a bigger chiddush, but that is what the Gemara says. So just... Two quick, interesting aras. We'll do this quick. Regarding the pasuk over here in Daniel, Shavuim Shivan. So again, it's a very. It's not clear what the pasuk over there means. But Kipshuta, Hashem's telling Daniel that the Yidin, Daniel lived between. He lived during Galos Bavel after Churban Beis Hamikdash. Hashem told Daniel, "I destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. The purpose was that the Yidin should get kapara. However, the kapara was not complete, and they're not going to get a complete kapara until the second Beis Hamikdash is destroyed. They're going to have to go through 490 years of Golos Bavel and Bayesheni. During that entire period, they're going to get kapara, kapara, kapara. Ultimately, there'll be a second Beis Hamikdash, and with that, they'll get the Gemara kapara. That's the parsha pshat and how to understand this pasuk. Now, what's the magic? Why they need 490 years? So the Malbim, right here in Daniel, it's Perik Tes pasuk of Dalit, sends you to a Rashi, a pasuk really, and a Rashi in Parshas Bechukaisai. It's actually it's two pasukim after the pasuk we just read. So the pasuk over there says, "The Eschem Hazor Bagoyim." Hashem says, "I'm going to destroy the base of Mikdash. I'm going to disperse you amongst the nations." That when I send you out of Eretz Yisrael, the land is going to become fallow. There'll be nothing on the land. Us, then, when the land is going to be empty, then the land will be merutza over the Shabbosos, the Shemitahs that you didn't observe on that very land when you were in Eretz Yisrael. And Another pasuk, a third pasuk that makes the same point. So the land is going to rest now for the first time. Meaning you were in Eretz Yisrael, you had an opportunity to keep Shemitah. Then had the land rested, it wouldn't have to rest now. But because it didn't rest when you were in Eretz Yisrael, so it's for that reason, says Hashem, I'm going to throw you out of the land. Nobody will be working because nobody will be living there. You'll be in Golis. Now we'll make up for all the Shemitahs that you botched. Says Rashi, what What's the Cheshben? The Cheshben is, if you go back, you make, it was 70 Shemitahs that the Yidin did not observe when they were in Eretz Yisrael. Rashi, it's a long Rashi. It's a history Rashi. makes the Cheshbonus. 70 Shemitahs that the Yidin, Shemitahs in Yerva, 70 Shemitahs that the Yidin were Mavato. It was connected, those 70 Shemitahs that the Yidin were sent into Golas, Bavel for 70 years. That's the Pasuk. Kol yemei hashama tishpois isa shaloi shofza b'shapsoi seichem b'shiftachem alel. Says the Malbim, that's the same idea over here. So there was 70 years in Bavel connected the 70 Shemitahs, but the truth is that 70 Shemitahs don't happen in succession. It happens over 490 years. So here, the Torah, this is like a double whammy. You have the 70 years of Gaul's Bavel, which is a symbol, it's a remez for the 70 Shemitahs. In addition to that, there'll also be a, a heftza of Gaulus, which will be 490 years. In those 490 years, you have the 70 Shemitahs, the 70 Shemitahs, it's the same concept of kol yamei ha-shama tishpois, eisat shaloi shapsa, b'shapsa yisechem, 
That's going to be this idea of 70. Incidentally, this Malbum is a classic. The Malbum asks that the 420 years when the Yidin were narrated to Israel by Yashemi, that was Golos. Why were those 420 years Golos? So that, we've talked about that, the five things that were lacking by Yashemi over by Yashemi. And you find this idea in the Svarim that although by Yashemi was a time of Beis Amikdash and they brought Karbanas, but um, there were also there was a lot of corruption in the Beis Amikdash at the time and it wasn't considered as man of Gula, it was considered as man of Golos. So this is consistent. But either way, just one, just one final order. That is, on this note, and Rav Chaim Shmulevitz in, in Sichas Musar, so he has a Sicha, he calls it Betachen, that's the title, very short and to the point. He quotes a Medrash in Vayikri Rabba. The Medrash says as follows, Baruch Hashem Malachov, it's a puzzling at the Hillen, Baruch Hashem Malachov, Giboyrei Kayach, Oise Dvaroi, L'Shmoya Bekal Dvaroi. Om Rabbi Yitzchak, who are these people that the Pasuk's referring to? Baruch Hashem Malachov, Giboyrei Kayach, so we have two things about these people. They're like Malachim, number one. They're Giboyre Kayach, they're Giboyrim. Someone who does a mitzvah every single day, that takes an extreme gevura. And the shemei shvi is like yibayim, that they're able to watch every day. They feel this is their parnasa, something that they work for. And they're able to uh, let it just go. That's an unbelievable thing. So the pasik, the medrash is waxing poetic about the tremendous gevura of the Shemesh Shviyas. The Medrash continues and says that this Lashen of Oisid Varei L'Shmoya B'Kald Varei is the Lashen of Nasa V'Nishma. Oisid Varei. Then afterwards L'Shmoya B'Kald Varei. Usually Yenishma V'Nasa. The Shemesh Shviyas are Nasa V'Nishma. Why? Because if you'd sit down and make a business plan, Shemitah really wouldn't fit in very well. So we're not going to do anything for a year, but we're going to double our revenue and everything is going to be fine. Right, so most accountants can't make, even a Jewish accountant can't make that work. So that's, that's not easy. To, but what are the Yidin? The Shemesh Shviyas, they're Nasa we're going to do and Vinishma will make it work. That's classic Nasa Vinishma. And that's why the Pasuk refers to them as Baruch Hashem Malochov. They're like Malochim. We're talking about supernatural Koiches. So you see that the Shem Reshvias were unbelievable Yibayim. Yet, you find, Chazal say, that the reason the Yidin went to Golis was because they were Mavatul Shemitah. We just read it, it's a Pasuk, that the Shemitah was 70, the Golis was 70 years, connected the 70 Shemitahs that they were Mavatul. If you're telling me that it requires such Gevura, you're a Bechina of a Malach to be a Shemitah Shemitah, so then how can you punish me so terribly for not being a Malach? You can't have your cake and eat it too. Either it's a tremendous Madrega to be a Shemitah Shemitah, and if so, then you can't punish me so terribly for not being on that madrega. And if you're punishing me so terribly, then obviously it's not such a tremendous madrega. So how do you reconcile these two things? So Rechayim Shmolevitz, you can look at it inside. Maimur Samach Test is in the new Sichas Musas. He says that Vaistois, if the Ebeshtah punished the Yidin for not being Shem Yishviyas, everyone has the Kayach to do it. That's the Teretz. Toshtet. The bottom line is, a person has B'Kayach to be a Shem And although it's true, it takes Gvura. And although you have to be an Oisid Vare, L'Shmei Vare. But you see, we all have it within ourselves to do it. It's something that we have a Kayach to do. It takes Gvura. But we have the Kayach to be Gibayim. Because if not, there'd be no way in the world that Hashem could punish us for not achieving Meridik and It's true. It, it, 
it, it manifests itself in Gevura and, and doing extraordinary things. But every single year, there's B'koyach, says Ruchayim Shmulevitz, to do extraordinary things.